Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'd like to start this episode by saying thank you to everyone who has contacted me recently. Um, whilst I've been on holiday, I've been taking a bit of a break from social media. And so I didn't reply for like about two weeks Um But I have got back to everyone now and uh, just wanted to say thank you because there were some really nice messages uh, that you've been sending me and also some ideas for um, topics, podcast topics. So I'll have to be covering those in the future. Uh, and I also wanted to say thank you for everyone who has subscribed to my YouTube channel, which has just hit 100 subscribers. So that's great. Thank you very much. And I look forward to producing more videos for you to watch on YouTube. I think the the Minecraft um, series is quite popular with some people uh, who like gaming, but they don't have enough time to do... To do ah, bleh, can't speak. <laughs> but they don't have enough time to do that anymore um, because they're studying. So it gives them a chance to sort of like enjoy a bit of gaming, but also um, practice English listening at the same time which is great. That's exactly why I'm creating it. And um, yeah, I sort of think that maybe I shouldn't be doing it because I need to <laughs> spend more time studying as well. But if it, if it helps others, then I can, I can justify it. You know, it's got a reason for me playing games um, and sharing them with you. So that's, that's okay. I don't mind. Right. So um, let's dive into a conversation. Is it a conversation? If it's just one person. If it's one person, it's not a conversation, is it? I don't think so. It's two people for a conversation. Let's dive into a... a... I don't know. <laughs> uh, me talking about my holiday. Let's dive into that. Um, so, it started off heading to a place called Western Supermare, which is uh, quite traditional sort of seaside place i think um so it's by it's by the coast it's it's right on on the beach so you've got the town sort of um just next door to the ocean 
Um, and it's a nice sandy beach. And they have a pier, which is like a long platform you can walk out on and uh, view the ocean. Although this particular pier had some like amusements at the end of it, some like like games machines and um, like a what is it? I've forgotten the name of it. That ghost a ghost train. That's it. Like a ghost train you could ride on and like a house of mirrors and a fun house. Should I explain what these things are? I don't know. So maybe. So a ghost train is just like a train you ride on and people jump out at you or not not always people, sometimes like robots or something. And it's meant to be a bit scary, but it's a bit fun at the same time. It's not really scary. Um, the House of Mirrors is just um, like a building or room with like lots of weird mirrors that are curved and in different shapes. So when you look at yourself, it looks silly um, or, or strange. Um, and then a fun house is sort of like there's lots of platforms that are moving up and down and you have to try and walk straight and lots of things to climb and like things to like roll over and uh, yeah it, mm, it's a bit hard to explain but if you've seen one before you'll know what I mean and uh, right at the end they had some go-karts indoors and this track was over like I think it had two levels and uh, it was quite fun it was it was like a metal the track was made of metal and the go-karts were electric go-karts but they were they were quite fast actually and you could drift you could get the back end of the go-kart to spin out when you were going around corners so I enjoyed that and uh, went on that with my girlfriend and yeah it was good fun um, when we stopped in Western Supermare, we stopped in a hotel, an, an hotel, a hotel. I always forget. I always, there's a rule. There's a rule about, uh, which one to say. And I always forget. Do I do apologize. There's like a proper way to pronounce. Is it a, an hotel, an hotel? It might be that, but, um, you might want to check that. You might want to check that out for yourselves if you really want to know. <laughs> the correct way to be honest nobody in England seems to pronounce it correctly and that's why it's confusing for me because lots of people say different things so whatever you say you'll be okay don't worry about it so much um yeah but there is some weird rule where I think you drop the h from the beginning of hotel and it becomes hotel an hotel ah yeah probably I've heard all kinds of weird things I've I've heard people say ah hotel which just sounds wrong to me Anyway, uh, we stopped in a Weatherspoons hotel, which is um, a pub chain. And so you've got like, you've got the pub downstairs and the restaurant and whatever. And you've got the, they're all the rooms upstairs. So it's really handy um, if you're, you know, if you need to eat or something, or if you need to drink, you can do that too. You can drink on the evening in the pub and then you don't have far to walk. Uh, back to your bedroom, which is good if you've had too much to drink. I didn't have too much to drink. I, I don't think I ever really have too much to drink. Um, but yeah, we all enjoyed we all enjoyed that pub very much. It was a really nice pub, and it had like um, a sort of like a, a ship theme to it. Like it's part of it looked like it was inside an old ship, like a wooden ship. Um, so yeah, it was nice. Lots of different levels. 
in the pub and lots of different uh, rooms to go into. I don't like pubs that are really big, just like a big open hall, and they're so loud and there's no little places to sort of sit in or hide in and that kind of thing. I like pubs with lots of levels and lots of little areas to break out into, like break out into groups. So this was uh, really nice. And the weather was pretty good. Um, not too bad, but really windy. Sunny, but really windy. And that made it a bit too cold, unfortunately. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, my girlfriend tried a pasty for the first time in her life. I don't know if you know what a pasty is, an English pasty or a Cornish pasty. Um, I think they were invented in Cornwall. Uh, but it's a... I need to describe it. It's a, it's sort of like a pie, but thin, and it's covered in flaky pastry, um, like really light pastry, and it has a filling inside, and it can be like like a traditional Cornish Cornish pasty. I think has, I think it has beef in it, and potato and stuff. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't eat Cornish pasties. I don't eat the um, the traditional style ones because I'm not such a fan of beef, to be honest. Uh, so I don't know what's inside. <laughs> um, but they have other flavors. They have like a vegetable one and they have uh, cheese and onion and um, sausage, bean and cheese and chicken. Uh there's lots, and like they come out with like limited editions every now and again. Um, but yeah, she tried her first pasty, and it was just from Greg's, so it wasn't like um, a special pasty. Oh, I should explain Greg's. Um, if you don't know, there's a shop in England called Greg's, and it's a baker's, but it's like a chain shop, and the food there is okay. It's not the best, but it's not terrible either, and you know, it's quite cheap. And it's the same wherever you go in the country. So it's, I think it's like a good introduction to a pasty. But you can have much better pasties from like independent bakeries, I suppose. Um, but yeah, uh, she tried her first pasty, cheese and onion one. And I think she really enjoyed it. She said she really enjoyed it. But, you know, Japanese people are really polite. So maybe if she hated it, she, <laughs> she still said she enjoyed it. <laughs> No, I think she did. It's um, they're quite nice. I like I like cheese and onion pasties, and all, and lots of other kinds of pasties as long as they're not the uh, proper ones, the Cornish ones <laughs> with the beef in. Um, well, next next we went to a different place. We only stayed uh, in Western Supermare for one day, and I was really hoping that we could get onto the beach. Like we could go. Well, we did walk on the beach and went for a paddle in the beach. A paddle? A paddle? A paddle? I think I have to explain that. Um, we say we're going for a paddle in the beach when we, like, take off our socks and shoes and walk along in the ocean, but just but just our, with our feet in the water, like, not really much of our legs, um, and that's called paddling, I think. Well, that's what we say, <laughs> but when I say it now to you, it sounds wrong. <laughs> like when I think of paddling, I think of being like in deeper water, but I guess you can paddle in shallow water as well. 
anyway, that's what we call it, paddling. Um, uh, so we did that, and I, I didn't do it because the sea was too cold. And also, I when I come out of, um, like when I come off a beach, if I'm not wearing any socks or shoes, uh, I, I really want to clean all the sand from my feet before I put my feet back into my shoes or my socks because I hate that feeling of like sand in your in your shoes or sand in your socks. It's just, oh, it's horrible. So I didn't do it, uh, but my parents and, and my girlfriend did and uh, they enjoyed the cold water of the English seas, which I think are always cold. I've never felt a warm English sea, no matter where, where I've been, even on the, the south coast on a really hot summer's day. Um, so yeah, I did want to go more on the beach, and I mean like relaxing on the beach, you know, like sort of like a bit like sunbathing, but just sort of not sunbathing because it's not warm enough, but like just lying on the beach a bit and uh, just closing your eyes, listening to the sound of the water, uh, the waves. I wanted to do that, but it was just a bit too cold for that. It's a shame because I actually bought like um, a beach tent with us and I bought some you know, like some games, like, not games, but like a, a frisbee and some like rackets, like tennis rackets, but not like squash rackets. You can, in England, you can buy like a kit of like beach games um, and you get like little balls in there and things to play on the beach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got to show her like uh, a traditional English seaside town and explain to her about buckets and spades and how children build sandcastles upon the beach using a special bucket that's like in a castle shape um, and putting all the sand in it and then tipping it upside down and then you can buy some little flags um, like English flags but like different types of English flags that I don't understand what they are. <laughs> <laughs> like the normal Union Jack and maybe like a St. George's Cross and then all these other ones that I don't know what they are. Oh, and it's like a Scottish flag and a Welsh flag, of course. Um, and then you can put those in the top of your sandcastle when you finished building it. And uh, I think, yeah, I think we did see some families doing that, even though it was pretty cold and brought too windy on that day. Oh, and she saw windbreakers, which are quite a common sight on English beaches. I don't know if they have them in other parts of the world. I guess they do. But like windbreakers are like these long pieces of wood that you knock deep into the sand in the beach. And they've got like some material wrapped around them so that you sort of build a wall that you can hide behind on the beach and you hide behind it because of the wind. So like it's sunny, but it's too cold because of the wind. So you put a windbreaker up hide behind it from the wind and then you've got this like little spot little area where it the where it's sunny but the wind doesn't hit you so it's nice <laughs> in just this small area it's nice um so yeah windbreakers are quite common i don't think she'd seen one before um but then again i don't think she goes to the beach often back in japan so maybe they have them there too maybe i maybe i don't know i haven't seen them when i went to a beach in japan but it was a lovely day, and the weather was lovely, and it wasn't windy, so I don't know. Um, anyway, I think that's enough for this episode. Uh, it's gone over the 10 minutes a bit, by about 5 minutes or so. 
so next episode I'll talk about the next place we went to or maybe the next place and the next place after that um, depending on how long the episode is but I think I'll start uploading some pictures on um, Instagram for you to take a look at and also I don't know maybe I can tweet something like if it's not like if, if the picture's not like a really nice picture I just put it on Twitter <laughs> Twitter's for like, um, you know, just just like take a look at this. It's not like an amazing photo, but take a look at this. And I, I try to save um, more interesting things for the Instagram account. So if you're not subscribed, subscribed. If you're not following me on either of those accounts, then please do so as you'll be able to see like stuff that um, I'm talking about in some of my episodes. Um, yeah. That makes loads of sense, I think. <laughs> You'll be able to see pictures that I'm talking about or like items that I'm talking about or places I'm talking about in my podcasts uh, if you follow me. Right. I will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye and uh, good luck with your studying. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.